everybody. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about person versus person in all capital letters. And the reason I wanted to talk about this was because when it comes to self-mastery and knowing ourselves, we really need to know who we are on a soul level and who we are in the reality that we're all living in every day. So I think it's important because, um, well, we're going through a spiritual awakening as a collective humanity, and this is a huge key piece of awakening. It is um, a piece of information that I feel like a lot of us don't know because it's been, you know, hidden and um, suppressed for, you know, a very, very long time. Um, but all of this kind of started coming in in the 1930s. And by this, I mean the mass control of people as persons in all capital letters. So back when, um, in the 1930s, when, you know, the federal reserve was created and everything, we really switched into a time of, and this is best word I can describe it with is enslavement, but a modern day type of enslavement, mostly with psychological, um, entrapment basically. And every, as we know, everything is created from the mind. So if our mind is programmed in a specific way that alters our reality and what we're experiencing. So I wanted, I'm going to follow along with the posts that I wrote today. Um, and then I'll kind of probably veer off and talk about some other stories and things like that as I'm going through, but basically like we all use the word person. Um, it's pretty much almost inevitable. We've been conditioned to use that and call ourselves persons all the time. And there's nothing really wrong with that um, in the sense of like a natural way of saying it. Um, I've tried to replace the word person with individual being human soul, uh, but I still find myself coming back and using the word person. So I thought that I would clarify this a little bit so that we know the difference between the word person when it comes to who we are as a personality or as a persona and who we are as a person in all capital letters when it comes to the government and the governmental system. So um, why do I find alternatives to this word? Um, because we've been conditioned to believe that when we are talking about a person in all lowercase letters that we um, are talking about who we are. When really the word person when it comes to the government and like contracts and things like that is actually a completely different definition. So knowing what, when you're using the word person, because there are times when you should probably avoid using the word person. Actually, there most definitely are times when you should avoid using the word person. Um, and it's because there is a huge difference in the definitions. So unfortunately, there are a lot of forces. Don't mind the cat. She's running around. If she gets a little too annoying, I'm going to kick her out. <laughs> um, but basically to master ourselves, we really need to know who we are, right? So knowing when to use this word person um, basically establishes who we are because we can switch between realities. And I hope this is making sense, but um, we can switch between realities just with that one word. 
is very powerful. Words are very powerful, which I've been saying for a very long time uh, because we manifest with our words and we create our reality with our beliefs and our words, the words that we speak. So knowing the difference between the definitions is going to empower us um, in times when we need to know what specific word to use to describe who we are. So um, like I was saying, unfortunately, there are forces in the world that are preventing us um, from knowing who that we are, confusing us and tricking us, hypnotizing us and brainwashing us into believing that we are this capital letter person. And it's, it's, it is in front of our faces, but not in front of our faces. It's hidden in the legislation in our government. And so the original origin of the word person comes from the French persona and the Spanish persona, which actually means mask or a character in a play. It's a, it's a persona. It's a personality. And we all have personalities. We all have this character that we're playing in this world. Um, kind of like wearing a mask, right? Where our true essence, our soul essence can come through that mask, through that character that we play in this, in this world, kind of like an actor, right? The world is our stage and we're just acting as our character in this world, but it all comes from a deeper self, uh, a true, your true essence, your soul. So makes sense, right? Like we all have a personality. However, the government has taken advantage of the fact that we have a personality. And at the time of birth, they take your personality and they turn it into a capitalized capital letter person, all capital letter name. So, and you can tell because bills that you get in the mail or uh, your driver's license and even your birth certificate all has your capital letter name on it, which is not who you are. So what they do is at the time of your birth and <laughs> the word birth. We, so I'll finish my sentence and then I'll get into the, the nautical terms of the reality that we live in. So when you're birthed by your mother, she signs birth certificate forms, right? Registering you, registering your birth and giving the forms back so that a birth certificate can be created. Well, that birth certificate is actually a certificate of incorporation. And as you can see, all businesses and corporations have all capitalized letters. So the government turns you as a living being into a corporation off. So the government turns you as a living being into a corporation or a business and all capital letter name so that they can contract with you because they are a business themselves. Can the Canadian government is an all capitalized letter name. It is a corporation. So in order to contract with its people, with us, the people, it turned us all into corporations. And this comes to commerce law or contract law, which is all based on admiralty or merchant law, the laws of the sea. So that's why we have a whole bunch of nautical terms to describe um, the birthing process. If you think about it, you're birthed, B-I-R-T-H, which is actually birth, B-E-R-T-H, like birthing a boat, like the boat coming in to the dock, coming into the open space. 
and you are birthed, um, your body, which is like the vessel of a ship, your body is birthed through labor, which is work, usually in a company or a business, it's work, labor. So you're birthed, your body is birthed through labor by a dock tour, like a dock, and brought into this world. And then because it's all based on commerce and contract law, this is like a business transaction. Like you coming into this world for the government is like a business transaction. Now they can turn you into a corporation and they can contract with you. They can take your money through taxes and fines and things like that. And they have control over you. They have power over you because when your mother signs the birth certificate and all the forms and everything, they are transferring ownership of you, the vessel, the body to the government. Hope that makes sense. Um, and our money system is also based on these nautical terms because everything is based on the law of the water and commerce and contract law. And like our money, we put it in a bank, right? Like a river bank. And it, it's all based on currency, which is a current. The current goes into the bank, right? The river bank. And it flows in and out. And then when you need to take a large sum of money out, you have to go get a bank draft, which is a measured distance on the ship. Also a measured distance from where you're taking the money out and where you're going to give it. So you might start paying attention to words a little more and the nautical terms that are all throughout our reality, uh, because everything in this realm, in the legal realm is based on water is based on admiralty law. So they turn us into a corporation so that they can contract with us and basically control us. And they offer services, which, I mean, if you look up the definition of a service, it's something that is optional, right? It's something that you can choose to have or not. It's a service it's there if you want it, um, but you don't have to take it. But unfortunately in the legal realm, they force these services on you through the consent that you have given at, by being a person, all capitalized letter, letters. Um, and a corporation, if you can, if you look up the definition of a corporation, it is a dead entity. It is dead. It is not a living thing. It is a dead piece of paper that is representing something. So just like you are a living soul, your birth certificate represents a dead entity, a corporation. So, and that's how they contract with you is through that birth certificate. And so if we know the difference between person versus person, we actually start to take our power back and we can acknowledge and also claim the fact that we know the difference between who we are as a living man or woman and our person. So we are not a capitalized letter person. We have a person, which means that we can take that ownership back. That is our person. We should be the ones owning that person, not the government. So how do we do that? How do we take back our ownership? It's not super simple. <laughs> there are a lot of online communities and people who are like guiding through the process, but there's no fixed method or fixed process yet because we are all awakening to this in our reality right now. So we are basically creating the process in the present uh, in order to detach ourselves from that system and take our power back. And it is 
it is a process. Um, the first step is acknowledging the fact that they are two separate things, right? Um, so that is the very first step. Once you kind of in your mind and, and can change perspective on who you are and what your capitalized letter name is, that right there is going to give you more power than most people. And then once you have ownership of your legal fiction or dead entity or corporation, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it straw man as well. It's known as the straw man. And, um, I do have another video linked in my blog about the straw man. It's a short five minute video that explains kind of what I'm talking about. Um, but a little more, uh, some other little tidbits in there as well. Um, but you can start to decide on what services you want because knowledge is power, right? So when you know within your being, you know that you are a living man or woman, a soul and not a dead entity, which you're not, but they presume you to be. Then, for example, registering, registering things, registering your property, registering gives ownership rights to the government. Whenever you register any piece of property, you are giving ownership rights to the government. That's why they can take your vehicle away, impound it, give you tickets and everything is because they own that piece of property and they can do basically whatever they want with it because you've given them rights to. So when you decide not to consent to contracts and agreements like that, then you are starting to take your power back. And the same goes with like, I had an incident with a cat license where a peace officer came to my door, came onto my property and came to my door trying to tell me that I needed a cat license. Well, I'm sorry. It is not my person, all capital letters that owns the cat. It's me as a living woman that owns the cat and a service, especially animal service is an optional thing. It is a service. I do not consent to the service. I take care of my cat. You know, it is not their business. They make it their business. They try to make it their business, but they came to my door, harassed me. I have it all on video, harassed me at all of my windows, banging on my door over a cat license. This is how crazy these people are getting now. Um, and no offense to all the peace officers and police officers. A lot of them are doing their job properly. And a lot of them are very ignorant of the system and who they're actually working for. So, um, I had a conversation with the peace officer and then they were not happy with what I had to say. So they came back and harassed me and I have it all on video. Then they gave me a ticket, which I was going to show up to court with and fight and not pay it, but fight it. And then they didn't even show up, which automatically voids the ticket because they didn't hold up their end of the deal. Right. They did not show up. And I was the one that showed up to fight it. And so then they tried to, coerce me and force me into a making a plea through email and I'm that is completely illegal you cannot force somebody to make a plea without even giving the option of disputing or fighting back and being able to fight my my side of things so as far as I know they've dropped it even though they said they were going to send out a warrant out for my arrest which I mean over a cat license like this is the joke of like what is going on in this world right now and, um, so that's why we need to, that's why it's so important. We need to take our power back. And the, the more we can come together and be aware of this kind of stuff, 
and come together and fight against it and everything, the sooner we can change the system for the better. Turn the government into what it is supposed to be working for the people instead of working against the people, because it really is a system designed to work against the people. It does not help you. An attorney, the definition of an, an attorney is to represent a dead entity. So an attorney can only represent your legal fiction or your all capital letter name, which I'll get into the court stuff probably on another video, but that's right there. It's designed to make you lose in the court system because the attorney works for the system, but then is representing you or your legal fiction, I should say. And so it's all intertwined and it's really designed to work against you and I. Um, so basically, I mean, it's up to you how you want to, like, you do your own research and due diligence and everything and the actions that you're going to take in your life to maybe incorporate more of natural law into your life and getting away from the legal realm as I'm doing. Um, because I think part of self-mastery is being the master of yourself. Actually, that's the whole point. So in order to master yourself, you need to be the one governing yourself and making decisions for yourself, not the government. Um, and this is where it kind of differs. So like the legal realm is legislation, the law of the water, capitalized persons, um, all the tax systems and all that stuff. Um, whereas if you are acting as a, or being a living woman or man, a soul, you are operating under natural law or some people call it common law. And there's only four laws in common law and they're very simple. And all of humanity should always abide by these laws, right? or else you are committing a crime. And the first one is do no harm. So don't hurt anybody or somebody's property intentionally on purpose. Second one, cause no loss. So don't steal, or if you do take something or you break somebody something of somebody's, then replace it or fix it. Be responsible. Third one, no fraud. So don't lie or cheat anybody through agreements, you know, that comes down to uh, normal contracts too, which would be um, uh, being fully informed in order to consent to a contract or agreement. And then fourth one is don't breach the peace. So don't cause ruckus, don't start fights or war, don't disrupt and cause chaos. Those are the four laws to abide by. And I think that, you know, the more that we understand the different levels of law, um, the easier it'll be to change the system. We just need to educate ourselves on the, the legal realm and what it really is designed to do because <laughs> it doesn't work for you. Plus the legalese language is, was totally made up. Um, so just like our government is a corporation, legalese is basically like the corporation's language. So they design all these acts and uh, documents and everything, right? All these um, statutes, they design it with the legalese language. So just to confuse you and trick you and basically make no sense so that you will, one, not even read the documents and learn the legislation and 
Two, just willingly consent and agree to things without really understanding what you're getting yourself into. So, um, I hope I'm not speaking too fast too, because I feel like I'm speaking super fast, but it's just because I'm so passionate about this topic and knowing, uh, the trickery that we are like being, have been conditioned to, um, fall for. Um, it just, it is something that deep inside of me, my little, um, fierceness comes out and I get very passionate about it. (laughs) So, um, basically it comes down to the fact that you are a wonderful creation. You were not destined to be a slave to governmental systems, um, and recognized as a dead entity in this lifetime. And you are a living soul. You are meant to experience the abundance that this world has uh, is to offer us, you know, like there's so much good in this world and we are being blinded by a lot of it through our governmental systems. So, and because our governments see us as dead entities by means of a corporation, uh, they believe that we are lost at sea. And until we come back in their faces and say, nah, we are alive. I am alive. I am a living man or woman. I am a soul and I am not dead and lost at sea. Then I, I am taking ownership back of my person. Um, otherwise they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. And that part, the lost at sea part is based on the SESTA QV act of 1666. I also added a link in my blog post that you can go read as well as the definition of person when it comes to Canada. Um, and so my hope is that the more aware we become, uh, the more the the more aware we become of these systems and come together as a global community, as a humanity, uh, the faster we can change these systems into working for us instead of against us. So, just something to ponder. I <laughs> uh, I hope this made sense. I hope I wasn't too quick or anything. And would love any comments, feedback on what you think about this topic. And, um, I'm sure I will be writing and talking more about this kind of stuff in the future on YouTube. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the things that I end up talking about could get me kicked off, which is why I'm also going to include all of my videos in Substack in the specific blog post, as well as having the podcast audio only version. So thank you so much for watching or listening, however you're consuming this content, and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.